0: 20 million albums Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Described as the American Beatles They are just a few of the achievements Of my next guest And his iconic band They will be here in Adelaide On Saturday the 23rd of March At the beautiful Seppelsfield Winery It's part of the Red Hot Summer Tour Unveiled From the legendary band That is Cheap Trick It is my great thrill To welcome Rick Nielsen to the show Rick thank you so much for your time
1: well, thanks, Liz. Uh, okay, that's good enough. I'll hang
0: up on <laughs> top that. Hey, thanks for coming back to Australia and putting Adelaide and South Australia on the list. I
1: love it. You know, I'm glad we're coming. You know, it's like, i mean, it's glad we're making
0: it. This is going to be a fun show. Sepplesfield is a beautiful winery and you've got a number of great Australian performers, John Stevens and the Angels, the Baby Animals, the Screaming Jets, and I'm sure someone you're very familiar with is Susie Quattro. We knew her,
1: but we never played with her. Is that right? We we knew the rolling stones, but we never played with
0: them either. Hey Rick, fifty years this year, cheap trick. Amazing. From three rehearsals in your parents' basement to fifty years and an incredible body of work. You must be so proud.
1: Well, I see you want your money back, is that what you're saying? No, no, no. This is just Yeah. We try to be what we are. It's like we're lucky we still
0: get to do what we like. Well, it's our blessing you are what you are because you've become and you continue to be one of the most influential bands ever. I do wonder, though, like for your all your commercial success, it's your ability to play live. And from the early days of Budokan to right now, I mean, you've just been touring and wowing audiences for five decades. It's crazy, isn't it? I tried
1: to emigrate to Australia in 1971. So it's still trying to get there. Thanks for having us.
0: I look at lineage, Rick, when it comes to music, and I often wonder. I think I wonder, wonder what John Bonham thinks of what Jason's doing, and you know, Eddie Van Halen thinks the same of what Wolfgang's doing. And I think you get to play every night with your son. How incredible is that?
1: Well, that's really cool because you know it wasn't like we set out to get him because he's he uh, trained classically on piano, and he can play kind of every in- instrument. But he steered towards the drums. He played uh, with Brandy Carlisle. He was the touring drummer with her. And Dax got in because he was was going to Europe to work with a different artist. And at the last minute, we needed a a drummer. And he'd he'd been a substitute drummer for us when Bunny got his back operated on. Took him off the the plane to go to Europe. He's been out out, with us now for over 10 years.
0: What a great bonding experience for you and Dax and for for Robin and Robin Taylor.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I, the guy that plays the drums now, he even spelled
0: my name right. That is true. He would have some experience when, <laughs> yeah. it, come, when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned before you've been referred to often as the American Beatles of that time, and I know you experienced that type of frenzy when you're at Budokan. But, firstly, your memories of that time when when life was just crazy, mental for you, and B, I heard you at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and talk about how much you love Sir George Martin and how special that relationship was.
1: Uh, Paul McCartney plays my guitar. I sold it to his roadie for him. uh, Left-handed Les Ball. And and Paul McCartney came to the studio in the Air Studios in London when we were doing the the All Shook Up record. And Paul McCartney came there to see George. It was raining, so he didn't come up. So George went downstairs to go to dinner with him. (laughs) So that guitar that Paul plays is mine. And I I know all the guys in the van too. And uh, the the second Les Ball that Jeff Beck ever had? I sold that to him for three hundred and fifty bucks. It's worth about a million dollars today. But. Wow!
0: Yeah, I know you have a number of guitars because I saw you gave Steve Miller one too.
1: I want to get the money back from him. No, I <laughs> know I didn't charge him. But yeah, I have about five hundred right now. But I've owned two thousand instruments through the years. My dad had a had a music store, and I never you know I never got new guitars because you know they were more expensive. And I didn't have any money. Yes. So. um, yeah, so I've, I've just been kind of a collector my whole life. Wow. Not just that. Stamps and coins and baseball cards. And now i got a lot of musical instruments.
0: And the frenzy, Rick, 300,000 people lined the streets here when the Beatles first came to Adelaide in 1964. But, I mean, you experienced uh-huh. a level of that kind of frenzy. I wonder if you look back now, you know, decades on, do you enjoy it at the time or is it, I guess you get swept up on it, but can you look back now with fondness and go, that was a fun mm-hmm. time?
1: Well, you know, in a way, yeah, but we, we never really celebrated. We had a number one song, and we we're it was number one in the U.S., and we were in England. So, so we didn't get, you know, we never got to smell the roses. We we had success at Budokan, but then we came back the next day after we left, did the whole sellout tour in 1978, came back, we went to a club in Iowa. Yeah. And like, after, you know, I said, <laughs> I like those, the Japanese are really smart, they like us.
0: We have to thank Japan, really, because you were doing your applying your craft, and it was there. Of course, you exploded, yeah. and then from there on, you become the iconic band that you are. This is a little self-indulgent, this story, Rick. But go with me for a second, because we have a announcer here at the radio station by the name of Graeme Corns. You're a rock and roll hall of famer. He is a Australian football hall of famer. He is a, as a player and as a coach, he's revered when it comes to our national sport here. But he's a wannabe rock star. Many moons ago, in in the uh, New Year's period of two thousand and three four, you met him at the Hard Rock in Orlando, and he this is his favourite story because you said to him, uh, "Are you in a band?" And he said, "Well, I am," because he sort of dabbles in his own band here in Adelaide. And he said, "And you said, 'Where are you from?'" And he said, "Adelaide." And then you said, "I've got friends in Adelaide in the great Doc Neeson from the Angels." You then gave him yeah. one of your picks. It's now framed in his house right next to the photo when he met the Rolling <laughs> Stones. I hope there's some way that you can see each other at Sepplesfield or you ever want to speak to him on his show because you are like the rock god to him.
1: Yeah, shut up. it be my pleasure. And, I, and maybe he'll give me a pick back.
0: Well, yeah, or a footy. He could give you a footy if you want to take an Australian rules. How did you get to know Doc Neeson? Oh, uh,
1: well, uh, we played with him. I, I got them on uh, some tours, sure. and we liked them so much, you know, because they was they was such a good band. Nobody knew them in the states, mm. and uh, one of the shows that they played in Chicago, and they were all in a little van or whatever how they were getting around. And we'd only played with them. We played with them in France and other places, and they got this, they got all their gear stolen. They left the truck out on the street. I <laughs> said, so, you know, where, where Chicago or Adelaide, you know, it could happen. Uh, so I live about seventy miles out of Chicago. And I heard about it, and I, drove, I got some of my gear and brought it into Chicago so they could be able to play.
0: Wow. Well, John Brewster now still... Now they still <laughs> yeah. John Brewster still lives here in Adelaide, so I, I know you'll get to reconnect at to Hill, which is great. And we just recently had uh, the boys from Kiss here, too, their final ever show in Australia and Sydney. Yeah, they performed at our grand final, and they were so instrumental, too, weren't they, for Cheap Trick?
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, we we opened for those guys, and we opened for Queen both in 77, before the uh, Queen, it was before our first rec- record game even came out. And uh, the Japanese press were there to see them, as was when we played with the uh, Kiss. The Japanese press was there, and they started talking. They liked our, our band. You know, it was like, you know, usually the opening act gets, you know, kind of jumped down. Mm-hmm. But they liked us. And, and they asked me to write an article for Gung or musical life, you Know what What do I know? So I just, <laughs> oh, yeah, working with Queen. It's, it's like we usually do, you know, whatever I wrote. You know, they translated it and we, we started getting fan mail immediately. Nice. And then uh, we, in 1978, we sold uh, two shows of Budokan and, uh, you know, almost every place that sold out. It, well, here's Queen and Kiss, we have big stars in the magazines and stuff like that. We had a uh, number one song. We had a song that no, it never got any. any Clock strikes ten. It was the number one song in 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 Japan, and beating Queen, beating uh, Kiss in the charts. And so it really paid off for it. It was kind of a fluke, but yeah, it was great.
0: That is amazing. One- the
1: smartest, the smartest people in the world, except for you and Natalie.
0: Uh, exactly right, Rick. It's so great to speak to you. You're a legend of the industry. Your band is so iconic and so legendary too. We get to see you in the flesh, and that's what it's all about. The live performances. Saturday, 23rd of March, the beautiful Sepplesfield Winery in Seppelsfield. It is for the SA version of the Red Hot Summer Tour. Legendary band, Cheap Trick, the great Rick Nielsen. Rick, thank you so much for your time. We will see you in the new year. All right.
1: Uh, bring your uh, bring your football, by the way. Wait.
0: Done. Done. I'll, I will. I'll get him a pick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Rick. The great Rick Nielsen, uh, along with John Stevens, the Angels, the Baby Animal, Suze and the team, the Screaming Jets and the iconic Suzy Quattro. Tickets are available now at ticketmaster.com.au.